up, everybody? Welcome to Neighborly Discourse with Billy and Steve. Up, I'm Billy, and I'm Steve. I woke up with a serious headache today, and it caused my day to start slowly. I am not a guy who deals well with headaches. So you take some ibuprofen, you're good to go. It doesn't work fast for me, for whatever reason. It takes its time. It's, it's almost as if, I don't even know if it works, let's put it that way. I don't even know if taking pills work. All I know is that when I get a headache, it normally lasts about three days. And that sucks. You may have migraines or something because ibuprofen knocks it out pretty quickly. I don't, Janice deals, do, do you know anyone who deals with migraines? Yeah, Amy, her mom, Okay, because when Janice has a migraine, she's like, all lights off, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, sometimes she might even, like, have to be positioned in front of the toilet, you know what I'm saying, to throw up. I mean, it's it's really, really bad. I don't have those kind of headaches. But when I get a headache, it just doesn't go away. And it sucks. You got to take no some end. stronger medicine, though. It's ibuprofen, 800 milligrams, you're good to go. Can you get 800 milligram over the counter? Yeah. I think so. If not, you just you get the 500 and then take two of those. Can't take two. Get your thousand, <clears throat> and then if that doesn't work, you take Tylenol. You can mix the two together, so you can get a thousand of ibuprofen and a thousand of Tylenol. I think they're two they're two different styles. Yeah, one is so acetaminophen and one is uh, ibuprofen. Yeah, so just do that. Huh? I'll try that. A mixture, yeah, a cocktail. One, one filters through your liver. One filters through your Kidney. kidneys. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what'd you do this weekend? Nothing. Really. It was a hurricane. There's no hurricane, man. We, we're so soft, man. No, we're not. It was a hurricane. It, we, we're so soft as a country. I can't even believe it, man. Like, I I don't ever watch uh, local news. Like, I don't watch TV. But mm-hmm. I went into my mom's room on Friday night or uh, Thursday. It might have been Thursday or fr- night or Friday during the daytime. Either way, she had news on, and it was like... The weather report, and you had the raincoats, and people were just like, I was like, oh, crap. Well, they're trying I, to sell something. I didn't even know this was happening. I mean, <laughs> I was oblivious to the fact that things were about to go well, down. because it happened on the West Coast, so it doesn't affect us, but it was a big, I'm not necessarily saying it was a hurricane, it was a tropical storm or something, but it 100%, we got it. Like, we, it rained all weekend long. Well, Rain is nothing. I mean, rain, we don't die. We don't melt because of rain. No one, see, I had this conversation with my dad the other day about him and about you and you guys pushing your agenda. (laughs) No one, no one said that (laughs) it has anything to do with a little bit of rain, a little bit of that. It was a hurricane. So, a hurricane where? The West Coast. A hurricane hit Florida. So, we were dealing with a hurricane. What, what did it hit it as? I have no idea. I'm trying to find it. Yeah, I, it was I, like a, it I'm was like a, if you, if that if that's the truth, I am shocked that a hurricane hit well, Florida. Well, part of it is one report hurricane, someone else reports tropical storm, something else reports high winds. Like each thing is different. You know how it is. They whoever tries to scare you into thinking, oh my God, the sky's falling. Well, I can tell you, it worked. I think it was Alex. I believe I I could tell you it worked because I saw the report in my mom's room uh, in yeah. the room. And I was like, oh, and so I oh, think my phone's up there. You know, it was Thursday night, so it was Thursday night because we had a meeting with our youth team. And I actually suggested, hey, should we cancel youth on Friday night? Because yeah. And so we waited until... it was supposed to hit, like, whatever we were going to get, I believe, came, like, midnight Friday and then morning, midday Saturday. It was with the bulk of what we got. Okay. Regardless, I was like, should we cancel it? Because I don't want people out on the streets, yeah. you know, with inclement weather. Um, and they said, okay, well, let's wait till 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock on Friday before we make that determination. And dude, man, it was just rain. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, it, it was is. just it's rain. Just it wasn't rain. wind. Wind is what's scary. Yeah. Rain is not. It's not no, a rain problem. is fine. When, yeah, yeah, when, when wind is scary. Yeah, because rain, I mean, it rains big deal. You know what I mean? Like, we're not going to flood too badly down here. We'll right. get some flooding, they'll call it. But yeah, we're not going to. Mm-hmm. I was outside with Briella jumping in the puddles and whatnot. We're pulling worms out of the dirt at one part of our yard and putting them to the other side where it wasn't flooded and, and you know, saving the animals. <laughs> It hit, I'm trying to see exactly when it got. It hit as a tropical storm, 
at 50, uh, sustained winds of 40 miles per hour, gusts at 52 miles per hour. Now, that's on the West Coast. That was, no, I'm trying to get it where, like, where it hit us. Saturday at 2 p.m., 58 mile per hour gusts, 40. It was stronger hitting us than it was when it hit the West Coast when it came over. Oh, man. I had no yeah. sense of that at all. Yeah, so tropical storm. What where does what does it get to a hurricane? At what mile per hour? Seventy, I think it's seventy. Oh yeah, so this was a a low end mid or mid tropical storm. So when you get hit by a tropical by a hurricane, we hit by a tropical storm. Okay. So yes, they will still try to sell it on TV with their jackets. They'll put someone by the ocean where it's bad and say, oh, you know, we're well, the rest of us are like, hold on a second, so come on. I know where you are. I, but, but, I get where you're trying yeah, to yeah, do, well, but I'm let's, down the street from where you're standing yeah, right now. Let's not get carried away. But this know? is, but I, but this is a problem because I'm telling you that I was concerned when I saw the news report from a, for a person who had no idea that there was any storm coming towards us. Yeah, and then happened to catch five minutes of it. I mean, to the point where I actually stayed, I stopped talking to my mom and I stayed watching until it went to commercial because I wanted to get good information, what I thought was good information, so I can make a determination of whether or not I was going to have, you know, our activity the next day. And for this weekend to, I mean, I had a great weekend. I did things all, you know, we had, not only did we have youth, but, you know, Friday, Saturday was pretty eventful and Sunday was pretty eventful. So I was like, what's wrong with these people? You can't be, you can't, Talk about stuff in such a manner that it makes, you know, there's got to be a right way, a proportionate way of talking about things that are happening so that people can respond properly. If you if you make people overreact to things that sh- that are not that bad, then you, you, you build this tolerance for them where they're going to underreact all the time. And there's going to be a time when they should be reacting and they're not going to react. And it's, and it's really because you set them up all this time to, like, underreact, underreact, because you always overreact. Well, yeah, that's the point. That's why they do it. That's the, that's the goal. To get us to underreact? Yeah. No, they, can, they don't want us to underreact because they don't want us to die. Let, okay, I'm, I'm going to do – just I can't I think I'm moving. There we go. I'm going to do my best for every political thing you bring up. I'm going to steer the other way. This is not political. But, no, it is. This is – it all goes to desensitizing people. If you're not across the board, they have to hit all aspects of life or you'll notice it when it's crazy, you know, weather, these guys are ridiculous, but then normal with other stuff, you're going to start believing the weather's ridiculous and not pay attention to it. So they have to raise it up, the crazy on everybody, or dial it all back. We know they don't dial it back because, to your point, just say, listen, guys, it's dangerous out there. Potentially, you know, winds could get up to 70 miles per hour. Do me a favor, protect yourself, and then newscast over. Or they, or to fill time, get ratings. They get some guy in the water in the hardest place hit in his head, in his trench coat, looking like you know the world's ending because they have to. To your point, it's not a big deal. But so th- when th- something th- really bad happens, it's like, eh, whatever. But, but this is my question, though. I, I, are we good? I, I get the idea of ratings, right? Yeah. I get that. But I'm sure over time they have to see that, hold on a second, we are desensitizing the population, which could actually hurt the population when something really bad does happen. And my question is, mm-hmm. you think that they're they're looking at the cost, uh, what's the word, cost analysis? What, what, not ca- causality, Cause but the... The um the re- risk versus re- risk versus reward yeah. is saying like look man, we need those ratings so who cares if we put them in da- if this if this could yeah. potentially put them in danger later on. Yeah, because the odds are you're always an air on the side of caution. No matter how crazy it is, you're still going to go protect yourself because you're at this point the news is ridiculous. But I also know there's a hurricane outside let me, or coming. Let me go get prepared for it. But it is an overall descent descent. I can't even say. I say to Amy all the time. <laughs> right. Desensitizing of people. Right. Yeah, that's what it is, in my opinion, anyway. It's a terrible thing, and and we gotta get we gotta we gotta get away from that. We gotta this this. T- <laughs> I've said this like multiple times this yeah. weekend. Can we just talk? Tell the truth, man. Can we just talk and tell the truth without without hyperbole and just lay it out there, and then let the individual decide on their own 
what they want to do. You know, no, and but, but they can't because the normal individual will decide this is nonsense and put it away. So they have to lie, which means they're driving us in a certain direction. They yeah. they have an agenda based on, and that's dang man, that sucks, man. So it's that up to sucks. you, the viewer, the the consumer, to <clears throat> say no. So listen, I one of the things I did this weekend, and I don't remember if you and I talked about this. Did you watch Top Gun the original? No. Okay. And Tom Cruise is not for me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. You're right. You, you're a hater. I remember. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Tom Cruise is not for me. <laughs> okay, so um, I watched the... Uh, I, I didn't watch Tom... I didn't watch the original Top Gun when it first came out, which was in the late 80s and or mid-80s. I don't know. But apparently it was a phenomenon. It was just like... It was like... At that time, that movie was ahead of its time or it... it, it set the bar in terms of action movie to another level and you know it was it was a huge success i didn't watch it until maybe 10 years later mm. i liked it you know whatever 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 the case may be but just recently because i knew i was going to go watch part uh the part two i said let me revisit this so i can get a feel for what this movie is all about because yeah. i don't remember that's a good move well i watched it i i it was okay but i was like man I'm kind of surprised that this movie was such a big deal, you know, because well, go ahead. Okay. I've never I, seen it. I know okay. it's airplanes. Yeah. I th- so I, maybe back then there wasn't that much airplane, that much. I mean, I don't think it was CGI, I don't believe, back no, in no, the no. 80s. No, uh, no, no. No CGI. So it's probably like, oh, man, look at these cool effects they're doing. Right. You know? Well, they, I think that the best part of the movie was the, sorry. Where's my it's that, phone? It's that time. Um, I, see it. I think that... Um, the best part of Top Gun for me was <coughs> was the, um, the the planes because it showed you action. You know, there was yeah. there was and the way they cut and all that stuff, it was pretty cool. Which they did the same thing this time around, which was was even better than the first time. That was the best part. But I felt the movie as a whole was kind of lame, right? Even though it was. The romantic part, Janice was saying, like, the romantic part was pretty cool. So, uh, you know, whatever. You know, the action part was what really got me. And I said, it was okay. It was okay. I went this weekend. We triple dated and went this weekend to to watch it on IMAX. Oh, my goodness. They took the action to the next level. It was yeah. so much better. And I know Tom Cruise doesn't do it for you because from a physical standpoint, it's like, how's this small man? Well, he can fly a plane. <clears throat> yeah, bouncing. But, but when it comes to flying a plane, almost all the pilots are small. Hold on a second. Well, that's believable. <laughs> like I said, I'm not watching him go fight some guy double his size. Right. Does it's not realistic. It's not realistic. So, but and this in this in this movie is is tailor made for him because pilots are small. And my goodness, man, the action on it was very very good. So good movie. I would recommend going and watch it. But something happened that in the course of watching the movie. That bothered me, and I don't know. I I started thinking about your dad, yeah, because I remember you telling me growing up, your dad used to always rail when you watch TV and said like, "Look at that, look at that," and you're like, "Goodness gracious, can I just watch the yeah. show?" You know I, I, I did say? that the other day, a podcast <clears throat> about that. Okay, so and so I'm watching this the movie, and these thoughts are running through my mind, and it's like, "Crap, man, I don't want to think like this, but I can't help it." Yeah, there I could not. I could not. It, it didn't. I could not escape the fact that wow, there were a lot of black people in this movie. Well, all, black all, people are in real life, Steve. I'm saying in this movie, compared to the first um, movie, there were there were no blacks in any kind of prominent role in the first movie. In this movie, I felt they went over and beyond. Like within the first, I say two minutes of the movie, there were so many cuts to black people. That was like it was it was over the top. It's like, dang it, man, why are you doing this? And I don't know if it's me <laughs> or is it like or, or it was it was normal and it's just me that has a problem. It's like, what the heck? Or are they doing this intentionally? Mm-hmm. I mean, it just kept over and over and over again cutting the black people. It's like, what's going on? And then they were had they had a lat, they had a Latinos in the movie this time, you know, and they had um uh, a woman in it, you know what I'm saying, as a pilot. And I saw all this dynamic and I was like Man, is this real? Like, if I go to an Air Force right now or a Top Gun class, will I see this demographic? Would this exist? 
<laughs> you know, or did they go over and beyond to make it clear that, you know, we are we want to make it clear that we want to be woke and that we understand? Probably both. It was it was frustrating, man. It it took it took a little bit away of my enjoyment of the movie because I was thinking like that and I couldn't realize was it is it the movie's fault or is it my fault? Not it's anybody's fault, but it's there. Like that's what they do. They want to make sure you could like you know, when when um we had when I was in here with the old man last time talking about why women why people think women and men are equal is because of T V and movies. Like in the in, in the movies, the the five foot one hundred and ten pound woman is chasing down the six five guy with a you know, a leg sweep and tackles him to the ground. That doesn't happen in real life. It it cannot. It can't there you get a lucky punch for sure, whatever it is. But odds are, 99 out of 100 times, the woman is going to either get outrun or slammed to the ground by the guy double her size. So when they see all this stuff on TV, they think it's real life, where it, it absolutely cannot be real life. So they put all this stuff on TV to show, hey, listen, you can get out there. You can be in the Army. You can be in the Navy. You can be in the Air Force. And rightfully so, you can be. Now, once you get in there, if you're put in certain rankings and certain situations based on your gender or quota, you're putting everybody at risk. But if you get in there and you're some sort of, you know, math whiz and can and can calculate X, Y, and Z faster than anybody, go be in that position. Who cares about your gender, or your race? Can you do the job? Uh, so but the movie's job is to show you anyone can do it. So just just to, to qualify what you just said, you, you're not saying that you don't believe a woman can beat a man, like let's say hand to hand. It depends on who she's facing. A 5-1 versus 6-5 woman is going to lose every time, in my opinion. It's not going to happen. No, no matter what. No matter what. 6-5, out of shape, 400-pound guy. He, he grabs her once and falls down on her. She's done. She will not be able to get off him. So that's it. She's screwed. <laughs> it's her yeah, so that's not going to happen. Okay. <laughs> and that that would be the same with a 5-foot-1 guy. Like, the reason I don't watch Tom Cruise movies, 5-foot-6 right. is not taking down 6-foot-5. 80, t- 80 out of 100 times, he's going to get destroyed. So, but but same, but eighty out. But here's the point: because the five one guy and the five one woman, the guy is still stronger than the woman. Must bigger muscle, bigger yeah, bones. So, all that stuff. but right. he's not going to win any time more than that. But I'm saying, you said so. You get you giving me twenty percent though for the guy. Listen, I was being generous. I would probably say it's like 90, 90 out of a hundred. He's going to lose. Oh, okay, but in that ten percent delta where he might win, you're saying you. The reason that he'll win is because of skill set, right? Because he's a superior fighter than a six foot five guy. If if that's his skill set, yeah. What like what I'm what I'm saying is that two people who don't know how to fight five foot one, six foot five, you're giving the advantage six foot five most yeah. of the time. Yes. And if there's a time where the five foot one will get an advantage, it's only because that person is a skilled fighter versus an unskilled fighter. Yeah. Okay. But Speed it, plays a part, all that kind of stuff. But yeah. if you're but in the same example I gave you, but you invert the, you take out the man and put a woman in that's five foot one, zero chance. Still, yeah, I would say ninety nine out of hundred, she's gonna lose. Even if she's skilled, more than likely she's gonna. I mean, much more than likely she's gonna lose. Like whatever the percentage is that the five foot one skilled guy is gonna win, the the, the percentage drops heavily if it's a woman. In my opinion, yeah, for sure. Okay, just by just by <clears throat> you can be you can be equally fast, you can be equally quick, equally trained. The force behind your punch is just not there. is less. Right. It's again, you can get that one lucky shot, hit him in the temple the right way, hit his knees. You know, need to uh, sweep him by his legs, knee to the face, punch to the top. If you can get all that done in a split second, anything is possible mm-hmm. for sure. Right. But in you know, odds are no, it's not going to happen. It's not going to be a guarantee. So TV movies, they they that's they, their they social they engineering. Sell it, they sell us a fairy tale telling us that it can happen. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and and it can happen more often than you think. Well, they're saying it's it's, it's equal across the board. Like to your point, there's. 10 white guys, 10 black guys, 10 Latin guys, 10 white chicks, or 10 women in general all across the board in this movie. Right. I wonder what it's going to be like when you get to the, the a real army base. It might be all of those things minus the women, or they still may be there because they, you know, they can contribute. But the point is on TV is the show we're all equal across the board in strength, and that's not you, the case. Let me ask you a question. Do you think that's a good thing or a bad thing? I think it's a bad thing. Okay. You can look now. People, this is why women, people think women can go out there and and be the lead detective and wrestle some big criminal guy. No, she's probably going to get hurt. It's not about who's stronger, who's this, are you embarrassed? It's are you going to die or not if this big guy breaks you in half? That should be your only concern. Not if you got to fill a quota. You should have the best people, the brightest people, the strongest in the jobs, in the careers or whatever it is that suits them. 
you don't want to have illogical goals because you're going to hurt your self-esteem, someone else's self-esteem, and then you're going to overall hurt someone physically or get someone in danger because you're not producing what you think you can be producing. Okay, so that's fighting. I get that, right? Or even lifting lifting something heavy, all that stuff. But yeah. in this scenario where we're, we're talking, well, let me pause for a second. I did not realize the physical toll that flying jets take on a person's body. I mean, it is the, the G forces yeah. and all that stuff. I That's mean, like, I, like they they did a great job in this movie, giving you or simulating. And I don't even know how close. I heard someone. There was a couple of guys walking ahead of me, and one of the guys was seems to be an engineer, and he was talking about planes, whatever. And um, he was saying like, "Listen, as much as they showed you here, it's worse." In, in real yeah. life, in terms of what it does to your body. So putting that to the side for a second in terms of y- your physical stamina, what you need to have to be able to fly these planes, is it bad to show a disproportionate amount of blacks or whites or Latinos on screen as it pertains to flying planes? No, because to me that's, uh, that's strength. You're e- you're equally strong across the board, I would say, if you're a man versus if, if any woman when equally I, strong across no, the board. No, when women. I say disproportionate, I mean like if that's not reality, right? Like if that's not based in reality, and they are they are social engineering a concept of like, hey, if what's not based in reality? If you go to a military, if you go to a Top Gun class, yeah. you're going to see equal representation across the board. If that's not based in reality, is it bad to show that on the screen? No, because because my opinion that has to do with going by the g-force that has to do with your strength to withstand that hit to your body you can be black white whatever you can even be a woman if you're if you're six three 200 pounds regardless of your gender that's six three 200 pounds you're gonna you should be okay if that's the rating of the g-force no i think you're misunderstanding my question what i'm saying to you is like just like we can say it's not good to show women beating men on tv because it's not reality is it not good to show based on physical attributes? The base, um, the reason it's not good is because the physical attributes don't add up. Yes. Okay. So then my question is that okay, well, can I? Does that work across the board? Is it bad to show something that's not reality? For example, a Top Gun class that is really diverse. If that's not really what happens in real life, is it bad to show that on screen? Forget about physical now. I'm just talking about just from the psychological standpoint. I would say no. It's it's not good. No, no. It's there's nothing wrong. There's with nothing it. wrong with it. Okay. Because okay. there's no. I, I'm I'm going off the real world implications. If in the real world, can they all fly planes? Yes. Can black people fly planes? Yeah. Yes. So even the woman, even women right. can fly a plane. Right. So throw them it, in. But there. if you're right. a five foot black guy, a five foot white guy, woman versus six five black white woman whoever it is right it's gonna be harder for you because you're not built to take that f- hit from the g-force got from, it from that that's what i'm saying okay so yeah i understand what you're saying yeah man i i hate the fact that we would have this conversation you know i don't even know if it's bad having this conversation all i know is that i was irritated that i was having these thoughts in my head as i was watching the movie it's it's good and bad because in america you're taught to reach for the stars and you can do anything which is true but the people around you need to set the limits for your expectations as well. Anyone in America can be president. You can grow up, get into politics, get your degree, get whatever it is you need to be in politics, and you can do it. Not everyone can be a 6'5 MMA fighter. Not everyone can be a, a 6'8 basketball player. Yeah, you can't right. do that. Mm-hmm. You can get to the NBA, but you, will you be as successful as the 6'8 guy? Probably not. You can be quick, you can be fast. But you can't teach big, so big gets in front of you. That's what happens. So it's good to show you can do whatever you can do because you can, but temper the expectations. A woman is not going to get in the boxing room Mike Tyson, no matter how great she is, he will knock her head off of her body. That's it. <laughs> I mean, I, there, if you look around the world, they, they do a lot of intergender MMA matches and stuff like that in, in China and places oh, really? like that. Oh, really? I've never heard of it. Yeah, and there are some women who can fight. But they're not fighting equal across the board. If she's 6'2", she's not fighting a 6'2 guy who's 350. Mm-hmm. She's probably fighting a guy who's like like the Bantam weight. I think they mix their weight, to, weight classes to make it as even as it can. Have you ever watched any of it? A couple of them, yeah. Is, is it but, entertaining? No. I don't. I mean, I don't find the MMA entertaining in general. In general, in general, in general yeah. okay, okay. But I, my point is to make – there's a great uh, a, a show, Henry Danger, uh, we used to watch with Liam. 
there's one of the kid, one basketball team is better than all the other kids. So they're telling them, you know, you got they're they're telling them they got to slow it down. You're making kids feel uncomfortable. All this other nonsense, and to make it fair, they lower the goal for the kids who are getting who are losing. So they're like, hold on, say, how is this fair? Well, you're so good. We have the other kids score easily. So to make it fair, we're giving them an advantage. So for a woman to fight a man, they're not equal across the board in weight class and, and all this other stuff. It's a heavyweight woman against a featherweight man. Got it. They have to lower the expectation of the man, the, the skill of the man, or at least, a, at least a few that I've seen. Right. To make it even, they have to, you know, uh, right. uh, shortchange the guy. I, I get it. It makes you know sense. What I mean? It makes sense. I, I have no desire... I've it makes watched, sense as long as you know, if, uh, even across the board, it can't happen. It right? can't happen. Exactly. I, uh, I, um, I don't like watching women fight. Although I will tell you that I was watching some boxing match. Some, uh, in fact, it might have been Mike Tyson on Facebook. Yeah. And then after that thing, it went into an MMA fight where women were fighting. Mm -hmm. So I seen within the last. I don't know, six months, I may have seen a handful of fights, women fighting, because of that one video that I watched of Mike Tyson. Yeah. Now that feed is there, right? And so I've seen some some competitive fighting, some entertaining fighting, I would say. But by and large, I don't want to see a woman bloodied up. That that's just it grosses me out. I don't want to see that happening. Yeah. And so I'm not I'm not into that at all. But I will tell you that I had a sensei who was a woman who uh, was a woman. <laughs> yeah, she is a woman and she clearly can kick my butt, no questions asked. And I remember once she was teaching me a technique, and I told her, listen, man, <laughs> I even tried it. I said, I don't even know if you've ever been to a real fight before, you know, but this technique right here ain't going to wash, you know. This yeah. is what I would do, whatever, whatever. She said, really? I said, yeah. And she and like, I'm 6'1", like, I'm she's like 5'7", you know, probably 125 pounds. She's like, okay, let's go. And I was, and I, and I was intimidated not because... I thought she could beat me. I was intimidated because it was a woman. It's like, I really don't want to hurt you. You know, yeah. that was the thoughts in my mind. Yeah. And she's like, no, let's go. Let's do this. I said, okay, fine. We went, I'm telling you, within 10 seconds of, because, because it was a simulation. She wanted this move. She wanted to show me how important this move was. So within 10 seconds, she had me on the map Matt crying mommy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was like, oh, crap. Well, again, you know like you saying? said in simulation. But, 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 I'm, but the point I'm making to you is that she proved to me that this technique does work. In simulation. And, yeah, you're right. And But to your point that if I was more skilled than I was. I wouldn't say more skilled. Did you go 100% at her? Probably not. Okay. Probably not. I think she wanted me to go 100%, but I don't think I was mentally able yeah. to do it 100%. And I get what you're saying, but as, but as long as you keep saying simulation, then... Look, let me show you this real quick. Okay. This is on. I'm going to post this here. Watch that. I'll put it on if this video makes it. Oh, my goodness. So, expectation. He's flying through the air, kicking over a dummy. And then he's going to a guy who's six five, solid, and he gets tossed to the ground like like he's garbage. So it all it all works in theory. Yeah. Until push comes to shove. Yeah. Mike Tyson, everyone has a plan so you can punch <laughs> in the mouth. Punch in the mouth. So it, it all looks cool, but are you going one hundred percent? You have to show that. That is. Yeah, it'll be on that. Right? That that really put things puts things in perspective, and it's two. And just so you guys know, it's two men, so that puts things in perspective. That's really really good. Yeah, so like I said, I mean, it, it all again, it's football, any given Sunday. Anything can happen at any time. Mm -hmm. Odds are the the yeah, all this stuff looks cool, but even point like you said you told her, have you ever been in an actual real fight? Mm -hmm. Well this technique will work. Watch me show you. Okay, put your arm here. Okay. Put your arm here. Okay. Now you're on the ground. <laughs> right. What the hell does that have to do with reality? When <laughs> right. I come at you with fist of fury, right. if I'm over aggressive right. and you take advantage of that, your move may work. Right. But if I give you one hand on you, side that you're six one, she's five, whatever, 120 right. pounds. Right. Odds are you're not. All I gotta do is get you turned around and my arm around your neck. You can karate chop all you want. I'm gonna choke you out and you're screwed. I remember. She it's good to know these skills because some people may. You're when you're small. My my uh, um my guess would be. You're relying on someone slipping up to use your skill. Someone else's mistake. Yeah, right. then you can exploit what happened by using your skills. But if it's head-to-head, -head, all things being equal, odds are it won't happen. I remember, it just dawned on me right now, talking about this, that what led up to this, she was saying, like, she had this, you know, 100-pound woman who was, like, in her 60s that can kick, 
anybody's butt. And I was like, yo, I, I doubt that very seriously. Yeah. And she's like, and she was irritated with me, right? And she's like, well, come on, listen, you know, how would you how would you approach her? Cause I, and I was like, listen, I can't even tell you how I would approach a hundred pound, six year old woman because I would never, it would never cross my mind to lay, uh, first of all, not to, to lay hands on a woman, number one, but then to lay hands on a, 60 year old woman, because at the time I probably was like 30 years old. It's yeah. like, it was not, I can't even, I can't even make myself pretend that that's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? So I can't even tell you how I would approach. I would walk away. You know what I'm saying? Before I would fight. Yeah, the, the, the fight average that. person right. is not going to, an average decent person is not going to attack a six year old woman. Right. She can know all the martial arts she wants. But the guy who's going to attack her, he may pull out a knife, he may have a gun. She can kick her way off. It's not going to happen. If he has, if he is going, to do what he wants to do, she may put it off as long as he can. Or he may just turn around and say, I'm not dealing with the problem. Or go at her hard, get one cut with a knife, one shot with a gun, and that's it. Right. And that's anybody, not necessarily a woman, anyone who does all this fun stuff, everything's equal to the bat. It's that simple. <laughs> one swing and you're done. You can you can do all the backflips you want. Sorry, bro. If I connect one time, good night. Oh like my just goodness. it's good discipline. It's good to have, it's a good skill to know because you are you're dependent on the other person slipping up or you get in the first move with your speed that you're taught. The right place punch to the face could definitely knock anybody out. So they would know that. I wouldn't know that, but they would know. If you hit there with this force in the jaw, it does right, the, right. Temple, that's yeah, great. This, that's this good to know. Like forehead. But if, I don't, if I'm blocked in my face and you can't get to it, mm-hmm. I just got to withstand your storm. And when you have nothing left, put my giant body on you and choke you out. Like mm-hmm. that's... Or fight dirty. It's a thing too. If you're in a street fight, are they going to wait for you to set up? No. <laughs> like you, you said, you how would you, you approach her? Yeah. I don't know. She's an old woman. But if I was this criminal, right? If I'm approaching anybody to the mug, I'm walking, passing by, and then I'm turning around and grabbing them. So her, she's not going to be able to do anything. Hey, you know what's funny? Did you see this video? Um, I, I shouldn't say it. it's not funny. It's not funny. But did you see this video of a football player at the uh, ticket counter? Get into a fight with the ticket counter agent? No. Oh my goodness. The the video starts with the ticket counter agent slapping the guy in the face. Right? And we don't know what precipitated. We have no idea. But he slaps the guy in the face and the the football player and and by the way, when I say football player, I know we all think like these big, huge linemen. Just a regular football player, like a defensive back. You know? In mm-hmm. fact, I think he was a defensive back, so he wasn't like a huge guy. But um he slapped the guy in the face, and then they both put their sets up. And, oh, my goodness, man. This football player beat this guy to a pulp, man. I mean, just repeatedly just targeted, like target practice. The dude tipped over, fell to the ground, and you can, and you see the camera on him. He's, like, trying to get himself back up, stands back up, you know, gets himself set, and he comes back to the guy again with his set. And the guy said, are you crazy? You want some more of this? <laughs> you know? And I'm telling you, like, in terms of size, if you saw these two guys next to each other, they looked like they were equal size. In fact, I would tell you that— Was the, it the, the, United, the air, uh, airlines? It was the airlines. United Airlines fires worker who allegedly slapped an ex-NFL player. Exactly. There you go. So you see it. I mean, the, the, I would say the, the, the United Airlines guy might have a little bit more size. But, I mean, he got pummeled. Pummeled is like, oh my goodness. So this is this goes back to, you know, you don't know what you're getting yourself into, man. You know, whether size yeah. plays a difference or not. Because this in this scenario, man, this guy got uh, decimated. Anyway, I, I think I got a feel. And look, he even tried to tell him, like, he even told him, like, stop, you know. And that would have been my move. If you're trying to take your jewelry off, I'm not going to wait for you to get right. I'm going to punch you in the face. You're in a fight. You're not here to hold hold my time. Da, da, da. But listen, I don't even understand. I, I've in any I, a quick story. Once I was um, I managed um, a service department, and a dude came in, and he was um, upset because he only got one key with the car, and he showed me his. And I said, "Well, let me take a look at it." I, I pulled up the information, and I said, "Hey, listen, based on our contract." You signed a deal. It was only one key. And so he was trying to pull the customer service card on me in terms of like, look, I'm a customer, you know, whatever, 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 whatever. And I say, hey, listen, I hear you. I got you. 
we got great policy here. However, in this particular situation, you're not going to win because you signed a deal. And, and, you know, key fobs, I don't know if you know this, but key fobs are hundreds of dollars. Yeah, they're You know, expensive. like, you know, $400, $500, depending on what kind of car you have. And I said, you know, I, I'm not authorized to do this, you know. So, you know, you could take it up with customer service. You can take it up with corporate, but as far as, far as me, the buck stops here. You know, I can't do it. While I was talking to him, I had the paperwork in my hand that I had printed out, and we were talking. It was a calm conversation. I knew he was upset, but I was calm, whatever. That dude, in, in, he was so frustrated that he wasn't getting his way with me, he grabbed the paper out of my hand. He just, like, just grabbed it, you know? Mm-hmm. And, oh, my goodness, Billy, man. I, it's like you, you, things that you thought you forgot, you remember in an instant, you know, because just like – you. It just comes back to you in a in a rush, like a flood. And he grabbed it from my hand, and I grabbed the other side of him, and I pulled him up to my face. And this guy was like, you know, I you know, I say I'm six one. This guy is probably five eight, five eight to five ten somewhere around that. You mm-hmm. know, clearly fifty sixty pounds less than me. And I grabbed him and I pulled him up to me. And I and I mean, in in seconds, I was like going to pound this guy into the ground. And then I realized. All my employees are watching me. Like this is like this. This is like happening in public, you yeah. know. And I realized, oh, and I, and you know, and I just took the paper out of his hand and I let him go. And and I and man, at this moment, I don't remember how it ended, but it ended peaceably. But I went back into my office, like, oh my goodness, I'm gonna get fired. What the heck did I just do? You know, say I shot that. I called that dude up later on. I apologized, you know, got him on the phone, whatever. I was like this. And it, no, it, I, it, I wouldn't have done that. It all it all worked out. Listen, man, I was you know I, I, you know, regardless, I was in a moment. I realized that what did I do? I, I'm never gonna be able to explain me putting my hands on this guy, you know. Uh, even even though he was rude and you know whatever, I could never explain it. You know, but fortunately for me, at that time, everything worked out. I say all that to say, in this scenario, who the idea that you can slap somebody as a worker, you know, what I'm saying like unprovoked, you slap the dude. Maybe he might have called you, you might have said some profane things, but you slapped him. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I don't know because I'm watching it, and he was going at him first. Something happened, and he like they were both were going at it. In terms of words or? No, fighting. So do you see where it started? No, it just it picks up, right? Like they both the they both are slapping each other, standing up. You know, the guy was saying something. He threw a punch. He's just kind of ducking away. The the worker is, and he connected once. The the player hit him a few more times, and the guy kept coming at him. And he's like, stop, you know, whatever. He's talking to somebody off to the side, and he the other the work the airline letter threw a cheap shot at him and he just went in one time and knocked him out okay so it looks like they, he was doing his thing but this guy kept, i don't know what, what happened because the volume's off and there's no real like report of what happened okay yeah but i, I don't know bro like they said he's i don't know what caused it i am 100 percent. don't put your hands on anybody i'm 100 percent on that especially if you're the employee don't well, put they, your hands if on they anybody. touch you first well you put their ass in the ground I, but listen is that you, simple you protect yourself for sure but i'm telling you that in the the incident I told you where the guy grabbed yeah. the stuff in my hand. Would you agree? Like if you were if you, if you were the if you were the rep representing me, would you say like, "Hey, Steve, you out of a job," <laughs> or no. would you say, like, "Would you fight for me?" No, I was like, "Yo, you, he touched you. You felt threatened. Your job is to defend yourself." <laughs> if he if he touches you, he didn't touch me. He grabbed the paper out of my hand. Well, that's a different story. That's what I'm saying. Like, would you like would you support my termination at that point? No. <laughs> Yeah, and you did endured mental stress. <laughs> this guy thought he could do what he wanted. Your job is your right to tell him, nah, bro, you can't do that. I have, I think I have a feel-good story for you. I um, I set it up this way. I was with some friends, and I told them something I read in the New York Times. And she was like, you read the New York Times? I was like, yeah. And she's like, you can't read that. That's, that's you know, whatever. And I said, dude, some of the best articles I read are from the left. And not only that, but I need to hear what they say so that I know what they're what they're what they're feeding the population. Number one, and then also I want to know how they think. So I say that to say that I was watching CB uh, sixty minutes. Yeah. And um, there was an episode. There was they showed they did an interview with this family. The family, the the the, the median age of the family uh, is based on like maybe six or seven brothers and sisters, okay, all grew up in Virginia. And, but you know, they're my age. 
you know, in my in my age group, give or take a couple of years, mm-hmm. the 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 oldest one in this group is a civil engineer working out of California for the military. Okay, they they're all successful. This entire family is successful, and they and they and and they all were born and raised in Virginia, and they stayed in Virginia. And their family base is like in the hundreds. So when they get together for a family, and they do it like a couple times a year, you're talking about at least a hundred people showing up. So one of the sisters said to the said, "Hey, we need to buy uh, instead of renting facilities, let's buy a home locally, you know, and so that when we do something, we have a place that we can say, okay, this is our property, and we can do it do this here." So there was a there was a property that they saw that was going up for sale. They got together and they bought the property. Long story short, they found so this the the main house is a nice house. And behind the house was this kind of like a shed, wooden thing, looks terrible, decrepit. And um, somehow they found out that the property that they bought was a plantation, used to be a plantation over 100 years ago. And then with more investigation and getting other people brought into it, they found out that not only was it a plantation, but their ancestors, like literally their grand. Great great grandmother and grandfather were this slaves. This is the house they bought. The, the house they bought. Okay. So great great grandparents were slaves in this property, and they actually got their freedom while they were like post Civil War. They got their freedom while on this property, and so th- and I think they they were able to find records of like 1866 or something like that. And here it is, 2021. And they and they bought the and they own the property, and I'm like and 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 like again they, when this happened they didn't none of this was they didn't do this for any other reason but what I told you for, right for logistical reasons but in the process of time they found out like oh crap we were slaves in this property and now we own the property and I'm like well they were not slaves well in no property. I'm saying their their family their ancestors okay. you know were slaves in this property and yeah. now we own the property and I'm like. This is this report right here is America at its finest. Like when you see this report, now there's so many dips and turns that I can tell you about it. And and plus, remember, this is 60 minutes. So 60 minutes is definitely trying to couch this in a racial way, right? No, for sure. But for me, I'm watching this and I'm like, can you imagine this? You know, like think of the story. Like you can't anybody who says now. Right, that America's are there's no gains in America. That we're we're a terrible country. You know, trying to say we're a racist country, systemic racism, up and down the you know, fill in the blanks. You know what they say. You know what the narratives are. This example of this family that's able to reclaim and rewrite, you know, their future based on you know a, a bad history. I mean, goodness gracious, man, this is this was awesome, man. I was like. They, they should they should teach this in all the classes. You know what I'm saying? Instead of these woke things that they're showing us and trying to teach our kids, this is what they should be showing them. Like, you, this is how you can come from nothing and become something. And it may not happen overnight. It may not happen in one generation. It may not happen in two generations. But if you keep trying, look where you can look where the where the outcome can be. And and so now. That that property back there that I told you that was decrepit, they find out they find out that this was like slave quarters. So now they're restoring it. They found like out on the outskirts of the property, like the the grave sites for slaves, and you see the headstones, like real small rocks and whatever. Like the a bigger rock was for a man, a smaller rock was for a woman, and a real small rock was for a baby. And so they're either gonna excavate that, you know, and, and turn it into some sort of museum. I'm like, this is awesome. And I just I mean, I was like, man. Guys, man, our country is so great. We have such a great country. De- and, de- and examples like this just prove it out, they bear it out, that we could be a country that made mistakes in the past but have overcome those mistakes and given opportunities for everybody to get their piece of the pie. Yeah, that's a good way to present it. Or you could present it as People Magazine did. Family discovers New Virginia home was a plantation where their ancestors were enslaved, quote, heart-wrenching, close quote. <laughs> So you can live in your fairy tale world, Steve, because I'm with you 100%. You, your version oh is goodness. much better than this one. But no, 
you can't have people know that your ancestors were slaves. They were freed. You were born from them centuries later, and now you own that house. Great wave, great comeuppance. You can't have that. It has to be a sad, upset story. Now, that being said... Look, I'm telling you that if you, you watch you TV just, like most people, you just pull up an article, and and look how the same subject, yeah, the same. I'm telling well, you, I can't subject, see one that has anything positive about it. I, it's all negative. I don't even understand how you can look at it as negative. I don't even understand how you can look at this story because you as you're not allowed to prosper in America. But they even did that, prosper. But you're not allowed to. Oprah tells you that. Don't you pay attention to Oprah, billionaire Oprah, who tells you you're not allowed to do well in America? Pay Man. attention to her, Steve. Well, Goldberg says the same thing. As, she's not a billionaire, right? But she's a well. She's, she's, a, she's super a millionaire. millionaire. She's a millionaire for sure. But no, tens of millions they, for sure. you're oppressed. So don't just because they made it. And again, Oprah with everything stacked against her: black woman, fat. Right. Somebody thought she was gay at one point. Right. You know everything that America hates. That she's you know the top of the mountain. Right. Hold on, Steve. You're not allowed to do that here in America. There was a point in this. There's two things that came out. I don't know if it's even discussion worthy, but it just two things that pop up in my mind was that <clears throat> the guys, the guy that they bought, the, the property was in the family for decades. It, it may even have gone back to slavery. I'm not sure. But it was in the family for decades. And the guy who ended up selling it used to go to high school. They went to the, the, the family members that uh, bought the house, bought the house from people who they went to school with. So it wasn't like strangers. They knew each mm-hmm. other. They, In fact, I think this, at, a couple of them actually worked together, you know what I'm saying? So they knew each other. And the guy uh, that bought the Miller, the, the family's name Miller. So Miller, the Millers bought it from the Thompsons. One of the guys from the Miller, when they were looking for the house, said they'll never sell us the house. And it's like, why? Because we were black. And then later on, when they did the interview, you had the Thomas guy sitting there and the Miller guy sitting there. And remember, they both went to high school together. Yeah. And the reporter says, hey, Mr. Thomas, Mr. Miller didn't think you were going to sell him the house. And now, I'm saying Mr. They know each other by first names. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, Bill, Billy looks at Steve and says, Steve, why did you think that? And they, and they cut it out. They didn't, they didn't even show the response. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, dang, man, these guys... They are fighting CB, uh, 60 Minutes to make this racial. You yeah. know what I'm saying? They are fighting to make this racial, you know, about, like, they weren't going to sell us the property. In fact, I, I take that back. I don't think they ever said because we were black they weren't going to sell us the property. But they inferred that, you know. They, they, they put the question out there, but they never actually gave you an answer. But it's assumed that, oh, because this is a black family, they're not going to be able to buy this property. But I'm just saying everything was just... As much as they were trying to twist it and make it bad, it's like, it's not bad. This is a great story. Another thing is, they all knew, the whole entire family knew that they they came from slavery, right? They There was never a doubt when when they interviewed the older guys, they knew that, yeah, we came from slavery. And yeah, my, our great-great-grandmother was a slave, right? And the woman asked, well, did you guys ever talk about it? And they said, no, we never talked about it. And she's like, why not? And I remember I shared this with Jeff, and Jeff was like, why would you talk about it? <laughs> I mean, you're talking about something that happened, yeah. you know, why would nobody, you? no one contemporary was alive during slavery. Even the, even the oldest person was a kid when the great-grand-great-grandma was alive, you know? So why would anybody talk about it? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I'm with you. And they kept, they kept trying to make it into something racial, and it's like, this is a feel-good story, man. Stop making it, stop trying to pull it down and I'm disappointed I'm really disappointed you told me that there's an article you said Newsweek no people people I'm disappointed and every now let me ask you let me I'm gonna read you just the they bought a family that owned slaves that that where their family were slaves mm-hmm. or where their family were enslaved which sounds worse which one was focus grouped to make you feel more enslaved? whatever yeah yes so every article there's seven eight of them Family finds out their their ancestors were enslaved that plantation in Virginia. Da, da 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 da. Focus group. Family finds out that their ancestors were slaves on this uh, Virginia plantation. Verse. 
family finds out Virginia, whatever, enslaved their ancestors. Right. What, what makes you, oh, I can't believe this. I know. It's all nonsense. But I happen to read the article here that's asked about, you know, he, did you think he would sell it? Never in a million years. And that's all it says. Right. They don't, they don't yeah. explain why, right? And, th- and that's what happened on CBS. Well, I can tell you why. Regardless of what the guy feels, they bought it over asking price. The only color that matters is green. That's it. <laughs> so all this, oh, I can't believe he would sell. You gave him more money than he was asking. Why would he not sell? That's a bad investment. It's a bad business move. Right. Who cares who owns the house when you're done? You're done with the house. You've sold it. It's no longer yours. Who cares who the person is who buys it, especially if they give you more money for it? That's called good business. And, and listen, guys, again, we're not trying to say racism, racism doesn't exist. We're not trying to say that even this family, the Thompson's family, didn't have, doesn't have racism in them. You know, I, I, I don't care. All I care about is the end result, which is here's a family who they prospered in this country. They, they, were sla- they, they came from slavery and they prospered in this country. To the point where they're able to buy the plantation where their ancestors once were slaves. Yeah. This is a feel-good moment. And we should all celebrate this. Did, did it suck that we had slaves in America? Yes. And, and that's obvious. No, one, no one's going to celebrate that we had slaves in America. But is it great that this, the, the slaves, the ancestors of slaves are able to overcome and, be, and become greater than their ancestors? Absolutely. Hallelujah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Let's, let's jump up and John and say, like, I love the fact that we live in this country. Man, I hate the fact that we do this, guys. I hate the fact that we do this. Because you you, unity, there's 70, 80% of us as everybody comes together. And 80% of us, even the 70% we talk about, will turn off their TVs and these people have nothing. So they absolutely cannot have unity or they would lose. That's why they do it. They don't care about this family or his ancestors or the guy who sold that, the and house. And listen, that's the sad part. They don't. What you just said. They do it to they keep don't people care about against these people. each other. Right. Divide and conquer. They you can you can stay in power if if you're looking at thirty percent and thirty percent and thirty percent. You got your people. You can run them all how you want. If those thirty percent get together and you got your ninety percent against that small little power tripping group, you're going to shut them down in a heartbeat. So they cannot have anybody. Feel good together. It's it's against the liberal agenda. Because because my question would be to that family, to the Miller family, are you sad that you got this property? You know, it's like are you like what what are your feelings that you got this property? It can't be sad sadness, you know, because there's victory in you claiming this property. So what are you feeling, and why are you trying to make them feel sad or less than? They should feel tr- triumphant. To be continued.